is it hit his thigh, it hit his arm. The first arm, it wasn't a handball, but the little flick, I honestly think that he thought the ball was near his shoulder and the arm was just in the way when he was further out. We can I say do whatever it. we want to say. Bro, but, trying, to, trying to do a shoulder lean or something. Come on, yeah, bro. You know I, thought, handball, bro. I thought he was on TikTok. That boy was <laughs> moving. <laughs> Let me see you bounce right and left. It's just what? Welcome to another episode of Africans Talk Football. How's everybody feeling tonight? Uh, feeling good. Some smiles, some frowns, you know, emotions, emotions everywhere and all around. Something yeah. like that. Uh, again, thank you to everyone who has liked, subscribed, commented on our YouTube videos. We're now up on Spotify. We're up on Apple Podcasts. Um, thank you for everyone that has given us feedback. Obviously, we're nothing without you guys. But today, we, we just want to jump right into it. No, uh, no sugarcoating it. Gabriel is the Arsenal fan, as most of you may know. Um, and last week, I, I switched it up a little bit. Like I said, usually we let the team who lost go first, but I wanted Salam to go first last week because he had high expectations for United, and they, they didn't deliver. But this week, we are going to let the loser go first. Um, there's really not much for me to say about the loss to City. It, it was bad. Um, Gabriel, just, just take the reins from here, bro. Arteta out! <laughs> Arteta out. I don't know how many Jeez. times yeah, I Jesus. need to say it. I don't know who else needs to hear it. I only I don't know how many Arsenal fans just need to to get a clear head. Arteta out. Oh, get him out. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more. Tell me how you really feel, though. Oh I'm my god. I'm sorry I had to start like this, but y'all see, my hair is crazy because they want me to act crazy because that's how Arsenal was dropped. They dropped me crazy. <laughs> Holy it's driving shit. me crazy, bro. Mm. Mm. Damn. It's getting real. Week three, let's baby. To, let, let's, let's go to Man City. I'm going to start by saying this. I'm impressed with this because I said this week one. And I said this week two. And I said this week three. And I'm going to say it again. It's more of the same. It's more of the same poor everything from mm -hmm. top to bottom, I, I know I sound repetitive. I know, it's, but I have nothing else to talk about. What what else can I personally talk about? Y'all tell me in the comments, please. What else, what else do I have to say? Because at this point, what else do I have to say? It's more of the same. We, we'll, we'll start, we, 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 we'll go before, we don't even talk about the match. We'll start about the lineup first. Why did Cedric Torres start? Why does Kolosinac start? Why does Callum Chambers start? Why does Odegaard start? I'm going to go to Odegaard last because people might be like, oh, Odegaard, no, but we'll get there. We'll start off, right? The lineup, we, we play a 5-4-1. We start with a 5-4-1. Three center backs, two wing backs. That's our, that's our back line. That's our back line set up. So to try, and, to try and, you know, hold off City's attack, you know, to try to make up, balance, balance it out so we have enough defense for, you know, City's manpower of, of offensively, right? But I look at the lineup and I go, why is Kolosinac starting? He hasn't played a game in the Premier League for how long? We <laughs> want to get rid of him for how long? Why does he start a match against City? 
For what? For what? Mm-hmm. That's true. Why does Callum Chambers start? Again, he's played terribly the whole beginning of the season. Didn't play well in preseason. Why is he starting? Cedric Sorez, another one. He wants to leave the club. We want to get rid of him. Why does he start? And people might say, oh, but but what changes are you going to make? It's simple. What did I say week one when Chelsea beat uh, City in the, in, the, uh, in the UEFA League Champions League final? I said, when you put players who can match City of, I would say, when you match City of physicality in the sense of, oh, you have a defender who can who's as agile as them, who is quicker than them, maybe a little bit bigger, you put them on their wingers, they do not succeed. Who do we put on them? You Cedric Sorez. Even Tyranny, because I have a lot to talk about him today, too. For what? What, what do they do? What does Cedric do? <laughs> Cedric. The entertainment. He gave up an easy... <laughs> we'll get there. And this is the changes I like to make to the lineup, right? We start we start Tyranny on the left-hand side as a wingback. Why? When he's one of our best, but are one of our better defenders, right? Why not bring Tyranny in, start Nuno Tavares on that side? One, he's bigger. Two, he's agile. He's quick. Three, he's a smart player. Four, he's been playing well. Why doesn't he get to start? But we, but we want to start new people like Odegaard. Anyway, we'll get there. Kolosinak, why does he start in the in the middle of the three, on the left hand side? Why? Why not move Tyranny there and start Nuno Tavares there? So when if Nuno gets beat, then you have Tyranny to come out. Why? Mm-hmm. Why doesn't Pablo Marie start in the middle? Marie. Tell me. He's the smartest defender out of all the defenders we have right now outside of Tyranny. He's the smartest one. Why doesn't he start in the middle? Doesn't get a minute. Rob Holding plays. Why? Someone tell me. We go to wow. the right-hand side. Callum Chambers. He's, he's maybe the only one who doesn't have a sub for him. He should have played. But he shouldn't have been in that middle because what did he do? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Cedric Soares on the right-hand side. What did he do? He, he flicked the ball on for, for Ferran Torres to score. He flicked it on. He said, here, score. score. <laughs> assist. Assist. <laughs> he wanted his assist before he left the Prem. So only the closest thing he's going to get. Uh, Why doesn't Maitland now start, start, start on that side? What do we say? When you put a defender who's quick, who has some strength, who has some speed, City's outside mids don't succeed. Now, I'm not saying Maitland Niles would have done crazy against Jack, Jack Grealish, but a Who's going to do better, Maitland Niles or Cedric Soares? You, you, exactly. you tell me. You tell me. I'll get to the Odegaard start too. Why do we start Odegaard? We're going to go defensive, right? Why doesn't Sembi Lakanga start? He's been playing well the past two games. Why? So why? Someone tell me why. I, I, you're asking valid. <laughs> Someone tell me why. <laughs> These are valid questions. I don't know. I don't know the answer. And people want to keep saying that he should stay. Give him ten games. Mm-hmm. Ten games. <laughs> ten games. We want to give him ten. We, we want to be. We want to be. We want to be zero and ten by the by the by the start of the season. We want to give him ten games. I don't even know if we're going to beat Norwich in two weeks. The only reason Arteta has a job is because of the international break. The international break wasn't happening right now. He wouldn't have a job. Yeah, he wouldn't. I think so too. Yeah. But beyond the lineup, we'll go into the match. The first five minutes, like every other match, we start well. We don't play poorly. We don't play poorly. We start okay. We start fine, and then. We go into the first goal, six minutes in. Mm. They play a ball into, I think it's Bernardo Silva. No, I, and I wanted to, Jesus. Uh, no, no, no. Jesus played the ball, but they played the ball into Bernardo Silva first. 
Okay, the original okay. balls of Bernardo Silva. Mm-hmm. Tyranny's marking them. Uh, what's it called? Smith Rowe comes to help. And this is the problem that I have with Tyranny right now. And this is the problem I have with Arsenal. We don't deny the cross. We're the main ones who want to cross the ball in, but we don't want to deny the cross. Because if you look at the ball, if you look at the first goal, you see Bernardo Silva, he's going against Tyranny. He lays the ball off. Bernardo Silva moves to his left. Tyranny has time now to come step to Jesus to deny the cross. What does he do? He stands. People don't want to talk about Tyranny, but he stands. With, gives, gives Gabriel Jesus all the time in the world to cross the ball. Now, we don't mean, and then we go into the, our back three. Callum or Callum Chambers. How tall are you? Six foot? Six foot. Yeah. The guy, the guy jumps like like uh let me not, let me not misspeak. The guy, the guy misjudges the ball. You're a premier league center back. You're a premier league center back making at least fifty thousand dollars a week, thirty thousand dollars a week. You're telling me you can't judge a ball at the air, and that ball wasn't a driven ball. The ball was floating, mm-hmm. like like the guy just just made a uh, he drove a ball with a, a a golf putt. The the ball was floating in the air, and you're telling me your Premier League center back and can't make a header. Ilkay Gundogan, who's five eight five seven, gets a header over you. Look like Air Jordan. You, you get beat back post. <laughs> you get beat back post. Uh, Air Gundo. It, it's 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 Ilke. bad all around. Okay, it's, 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 it's just bad all around. I, I would say from from a, a complete uh, team standpoint, or no, we won't go there yet. Second goal, second goal. We're just on the second one. Second goal, <laughs> second goal. I mean, one, they before twelve minutes in. One so. be, before we even go to the to the to the uh, uh, Cedric Cedric doing that nonsense that he did. Right, we go to the um. We go to the uh, the foul, the foul beforehand, unnecessary fouls, no discipline, zero discipline, unnecessary foul. They yeah. get the free kick. They get the free kick. They play it around. What is Cedric doing? You're telling me you can't move, you can't shift your body to get your body behind the ball. You lunge with your weak foot to try to get a clearance. And this is what we accept. This is this is who we start for for City, for City. This is who we start. Someone who can't get their body behind the ball. And then, and then, let me not even start to talk about Shaka. Let me not even start to talk about Shaka. Because I didn't want him in the first place. I wanted to sell him. I didn't want him. After he said F the fans, I wanted him gone. He doesn't respect the club. As the captain, you say F the fans and walk off the pitch. You don't respect the club. You don't respect the captaincy. You don't respect me. I don't want you here. He has a good Euros. Oh. We talk about this all the time. Oh, once he has a one good season, one good Euros, let's give him a contract. For what? For what? He goes in the 33rd minute, puts on a stupid challenge down 2-0, and what? Puts in a worse position. Now we're down to 10 men. He's supposed to be, he's supposed to be the experienced one, the smart one, right? The, the One of the leaders in the club, our captain so-called, right? I mean, he's probably the most uh, tenured on Arsenal. One of, one of the most tenured players. And he's, uh, supposed no. to, he's supposed Alan to be leading, leading the young ones, leading the young ones, showing showing them the way. This this is the way to go get a red card. He's the best, one of the best teams in the Prem in the 33rd minute, putting this 10, 10 men down. After that, the match is done. There's no there's no more game. The, the match is done. The match is done. I don't even want to talk about the rest of the match because the rest of the match doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because once we go down 10 men against City, it's over. It's over. What I want to talk about is Arteta. It's my last thing. 
<laughs> there is no organization. There is no management. On and off the field, there is no communication. There is no leadership. There is no structure. We have no goals. We have no assists. We have no wins. We have no draws. We have no discipline. There is no more Arteta. There can be no more Arteta with those 10 things. No more. I'm done. I am done. There can be no more. What does he provide? He provides nothing. We have players on Instagram. Maitland Niles went on Instagram saying, begging for playing time on his Instagram story. What discipline does that have? Exactly. What discipline? What locker room? What locker room discipline do you have? You don't have the locker room. We gave 150 million to some some waste man of a manager. For what? I'm done. I am done. All these performances, everything. I am done. There's nothing you can say that can, is going to put my team in a better position than first getting rid of our manager. There's there's no there's nothing. There's nothing you can say. Arteta is not the guy. Arteta has never been that guy. He's never been one. He faked it till he made it. And we all realized that it was fake. Uh, last season, we figured all was fake in last season. And people still want to try to accept it. I'm over giving these little, oh, club, club legends and club captains, managers. I'm done giving them chances to try to prove themselves for big clubs. Go, go get your roots somewhere else. Go build somewhere and then become a head coach of a big club. He doesn't deserve this job. He didn't deserve this job. He needs to get fired from last season since he lost to Villarreal. The only reason he has a job is because this inter this international break. And I'm pissed that this international break is right now, one, because I can't watch my team play for another two weeks. Two, because my manager still has a job for another two weeks. We're paying him a salary to do nothing. We're paying him a salary to do absolutely nothing for the next two weeks just to fire him two weeks after that. Just to fire him. For what? I'm so done. My, I'm done. My thing with uh, my thing with Arsenal, it's gotten to the point where you, you don't even know how to like frame it because I personally think it's gonna get even worse before it gets better. Um a hundred percent. I've been saying it for almost four years now. I, I've been saying it that Arsenal was declining. I've been saying it since it was Venga out. I, actually, I would say after uh, Venga left. I've always made fun of Arsenal because I was like, oh, you guys just get top four and you're cool. That was when you had Venga, but now Venga is gone. And we used to think he was doing a bad job. Now that he's gone, Emery got you fifth place. And the Europa League final. And that was not good enough. Can you imagine? Every got these guys fifth place in a Europa League final. And, that's my, and, it, that's, and it wasn't good enough. And that's my thing, Mike. Why are people holding on to this manager? Why are people giving him the light of day? Why are people giving him a chance? Th that's what And he's I'm doing curious. worse than Emery. Again, again. Did Emery again. ever start off 0-3? Did Emery ever start off no. 20th place? Did Emery ever start off with zero goals? Did Emery ever start off with zero assists? The ever, the ever. And this is and this is a thing, Mike. And Five games. A, and this is a thing that you know we 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 did some recordings last year, but it was more so mm -hmm. of a trial run. But when we were going through our little issues with Frank, 
This is why I was done with him because personally Mm -hmm. I can separate the player from the manager. Mm -hmm. And the thing that's different between Arsenal and Chelsea is that we have a cutthroat owner. Roman will fire you. Ain't no if, ands or buts about it. Roman, if he doesn't think the money's coming right, if he thinks you're not doing what you're supposed to do, you're gone. And on the same, on, on the same coin, on the flip of the other of the same coin, if you are doing what he wants, he'll give you the world. Yeah. Exactly. So that's exactly. the difference that I see between Chelsea and Arsenal. Arsenal's board, we've already talked about it. It's American managed, it's American ownership. They don't really know what they're doing. And it's starting to show. Obviously, the Wenger situation was one thing. The Emery situation was another thing, but they've been with this manager for a year and a half now, yeah. two years. So it's not like this is still the honeymoon phase. They, they yeah. don't already got the FA Cup. That's when the honeymoon phase ended. Yeah. For me, I'm looking at our two clubs because we were in the same position literally a year ago mm-hmm. where we both had club legends who played, come be manager, and they're both kind of shaky, but because of the love that we had for them as a the player, mm-hmm. they were able to keep their job. Yeah. Now, again, I separate the player from the manager, and so does Roman. Yeah, I, I want to add something to what you just said. That was actually a very good point. I also want to say, we as Chelsea fans, we were complaining about Lampard. Lampard was not doing this bad. Like, I'm sorry, Lampard was not doing this bad. His worst defeat, you could say, was what? Uh, Sheffield. We went to Sheffield and got beat 3-0. I mean, you lost to us 4-0, but, you know, I guess. Okay. Um. Anyways. <laughs> so, anyways. Um. Uh, speaking anyways. of Arsenal, but um. Yeah. Uh. I think at this point, I just I don't see the the project. I don't see the process. I don't see what you guys see in a rookie coach to trust him with all this money. And the last thing I want to say is that I personally today I know that two weeks ago I was talking about you know. I don't think your signings were that bad, but like I'm sitting back and looking today and I was like, no, because I was thinking about it and I was like, Chelsea will not go for any of this place. United will not go for any of this place. Uh, City or Liverpool will not go for the players you guys signed. And then on top of that, you guys are not even competing with the guys we're getting. Like, Chelsea wants Kunde. United was linked. City, you know, other big teams were linked. Uh, you know, just name like some big guys and almost the top four, all the teams were linked. And then you come to Arsenal. See, I was watching Buendia today and I'm just like, this just doesn't make sense to me. You, you passed on Buendia, but you were willing to pay 50 million for Ben White. Like, I just don't understand it. But I said that, like, Mike. I said that, Mike. Like, like it, it's 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 shocking, honestly. Because, like, to me, it's not like Ben White is a proven... He's not a proven, like, anything. Yeah, but, I mean, that's like the English tie. It's the same situation with Maguire. I mean, he was 30 million, like, no, at way least Maguire had gone to the World Cup. You know, he's played in the big but, tournament. But he's I mean, yeah, but so... Ben White so, hasn't done anything. Literally thank, anything. Thank you, Mike. 
And then you and, play I'm, and, I'm, and I'm not saying Ben White's a bad player, but thank you, Mike. He's not Premier League proven. And it's that's like, and, and, and that's why I didn't understand from the beginning of the summer, since the transfer window started, it was all about Basuma. All about Basuma. Why did we go spend 50 million on his counterpart when he would have cost less than that? Yeah, that's what's crazy. You went there and you came back it. with you exactly. came back with the wrong guy. <laughs> I don't get it. What where but they who, were linked to James Madison. Who, we're linked to James Madison. Who do we get? Odegaard. Honestly, no, I understand, so but 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 in terms of like being linked though, like like yeah, but if you but, think but that's about that's it, that's a that's a, that's a and, and see like my stance on it, bro. I, I I it doesn't matter who the manager is to me. I think that from a structural like no. stance, like no. you guys are just you guys are you do I have to fire our I can't agree. You with do, that. No, no, listen, listen. You do have to fire Arteta. I'm not saying by any means that you have to keep him. But the, the but the recruitment has been poor for many it, years. It, now. It's it's terrible. Terrible. Yes, it has but, been but, terrible. But, but 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 again, that's a structural thing though. Like, yes, like the manager and so in this case, Arteta and you do have to work together to figure out what type of players that we bring in. But again, like who who appoints you do though? Like, that's a problem. You have yeah, to be able the, to see that. And you, yeah, exactly. So I've had a and, problem with the board. I but Salam, but Salam, I don't have any problem. I, I don't have any first of all, I don't have any decision or or any we leeway or anything. No, yeah, I know, I know anything that happens. What yeah, I'm no. saying is I have a little bit of leeway in leeway in getting our fired, that's for sure. Because yeah. the fans are the fans are gonna speak. Now, as far as the board. I know it's rotten. It's rotten at the board. It's rotten from Kroenke. Yeah. It, it goes from Kroenke to the board to Edu to Arteta. Where, yeah, can, I I, make my, where can I make my impact? Arteta. But, but and, Gabriel, my, my question to you. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. But my question to you is, like, we had a poll uh, earlier on our Instagram story. Would you guys like uh, – troops came out with uh, Antonio Conte shaking hands. What's going to change like, 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 what, what, what do you mean? going to change structure? Structure? No, 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 no. that's not going to change. That's not going to change, Gabriel. So, I'm so sorry, but it's not going to change. So, listen, so, no, no, listen. So, 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 um, team structure won't change. No, I, I'm change? sorry. You think I'm those sorry. same goals are going to happen? No, no, no. no. So, 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 my thing is, Gabriel, my thing is, Gabriel, yeah. will the football be a little bit better? Yes. Right. In, in so, terms of, hold on, hold on, hold on, bro. Hold on, bro. Hold on, bro. Land, land, land. But my thing from, from, like short term, when you look at will the football be better? Yeah, I, I I think that Conte is a is a way better manager, and he's Premier League proven uh, than Arteta is. But bro, Conte left the situation at Inter after winning Serie A because the board didn't match his ambitions. He's do you think? Do you place. think? There's I'm sorry. No hold on. Take Arteta outside from this. Arteta aside from this, does he have to go? Yes, but. What do you think is going to happen when he comes in and says, I want this player? No, you're going to get this player. Like, bro, yeah. I, I just I just don't. The recruitment has been poor for years, bro. Before, before Arteta, even yeah. when Wenger was there, even when, uh, who was the bro? Emery. Who was the, Emery was there. The recruitment has been poor for years, man. And I understand, like, right now, like, 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 like Art, does Arteta need to go? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, he should have been gone. He probably should have been gone last year. Last year. You know what I'm saying? But, but, but I just, in my opinion, I, I just feel like, bro, it doesn't. In the short term, right? Like, like, say that he got fired, and they, you guys play Norwich when we come back. Will the football be better? Yeah, but at the end of the day, bro, these are the same players, and and I understand the Lampard situation. Where we differ here was the players that Lampard had were good. 
The players that Arsenal have, I'm sorry, but you guys say that like they have good players. I disagree. I think there's about four. There's four. There's four or five players that I sit that I personally think deserve deserve to represent that club. I I don't think all of them. You could scratch all of them. There's about four or five of them where I'd be like, okay, keep them. Which is why I'm saying, from a structural point, it doesn't matter if Conte is there, if Pep Guardiola is there, That's if Klopp is there, bro. The, the fo- again, the football, the football, the football that you see like in the first few games will be better. But I I think that this is still the same shitty players, bro. I'm sorry, but these oh, guys are not good players. enough. Five of our starters are out. And I'm not blaming. Don't, don't, don't get it twisted. I'm not blaming let, it on our starters. But let me do it. about it. Our starters are out. If listen, Salam, I'm not saying that we're a Chelsea. I'm not saying that we're a Chelsea. I want to preface that before I say what I have to say. But mm-hmm. given if we had a full team, if we mm-hmm. had our starters, mm-hmm. right? If we had our starters, if we had a better manager, mm-hmm. the on the field performances would be better than the BS that I'm seeing right now. Regardless, no, 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 Salam, and I'm not saying we're going to go fight for a, a, a Premier League title right now. I'm not saying that. But will we end up in where my where I said six at? Yeah, I think we end there with Conte, hundred percent. Want to know why? Because we have the players to get there. I, we have the players to get there, Salam. Gabriel is good enough when he comes back. Partey is good enough when he comes back. When Tierney's fully get healthy, even though he he played, I don't think he's still fully healthy yet. When he's fully that. fully healthy, I, he'll be good. When Lacazette's back, we'll be good. When Pepe's fully back, we'll be good. But mm-hmm. the football that I'm seeing and the lineups that I'm seeing mm-hmm. does not put us in the best position to win, and that's a manager's job. And, I agree. And, and if Conte comes in, regardless of Oh, we don't meet. Let's say we don't meet Conte's ambitions. We have the player salam. They're not all here yet because they're injured. They have COVID. All the other BS that we're dealing with. We have the players though. The but players are there, salam. With the deafness, not yet. Mm-hmm. But we have the players. We have but the players to put on better performances. We're still my, my my last thing. My only thing with this is like I I agree. I I feel like you you. But but see, this is like where we differ though. I feel like we're only looking at it from an Arteta out standpoint which again i'm not saying that he no, needs to stay a, in the job no but it's just like it's just like we're not we're not even looking at the recruitment i understand injuries are a part of the game bro injuries no, are a part I, of the game do out so, too. So no i understand this, so i'll say so i'll say that good good point because edu just came what in the last two years he came with arteta yeah so two right three before? years and mm-hmm. and before then they didn't really have a director of football they didn't have all of that set up so that may be one point. They themselves don't know where they want the club to go. But all I can say is that it looks bad. Even last year when United started, and I think you guys you guys had three points after the first four weeks or something like that. Yeah. We all said it looked bad. But we knew you guys had the players, and quickly you were able to turn it around. Now, this situation, I it's don't different. see – Yeah how Arteta can turn it around. I think at this point it's just a lost cause. Mm-hmm. And personally, just because it's very, very, very reminiscent of the Chelsea job, like I feel for Gabriel. Because again, Frank Arteta came around the same time. They battled each other. Frank lost in the FA Cup. And Mike, you were the one to say this last year in our little group chat. You said this FA Cup is just going to gloss over all the problems that Arsenal mm-hmm. have. And then a year from now, we're going to see the same problems. And Arteta won't have that honeymoon phase FA Cup exactly. to, to keep his job. And that's where we are right now. And that's why I say I don't 
can't agree with you that saying that a manager won't change Arsenal because I've seen what it's done for my club. Oh, yeah. yeah. I've seen what it's yeah, done for other clubs. Your player. I, yeah. I, I, I I've get, seen what it's done for other clubs. And I understand yeah. what you're saying. You may not think they have the players, but, bro, I'm telling you right now, there are players under Frank that did not flourish that are flourishing mm-hmm. under Tuchel. Yeah, so, but again, I think we just differ on our opinions about the players. I, 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 I have said this for a year now. I, I don't. I, there's. I can name it. Like in five or six, but this is my opinion. No, Everybody yeah. else. If you're not Saka, if you're not Abba, if you're not Tierney, if if you're not even part, I'll be one hundred percent with you. I'll be keep it hundred with you. Ever okay. since Partey has been in an Arsenal jersey, you have Shaking. been as is injury prone as Christian Pulisic. So even you. Yeah, see you later. I would say Saka. I I would say Nicholas Pepe. Everybody else? Smith Rowe. Don't forget Smith Rowe. Smith Rowe, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, Smith Rowe? Everybody else? I don't You can go. Yeah, I mean. You can go. I hear you, bro. We can, we can talk about the, the Arsenal shambles all day. Um, real talk, I, I just think they need to get rid of Arteta. I think that's the most glaring. That's the start. Yeah, that's the most glaring step one. And then Mm -hmm. from there, I think you kind of just rebuild. Obviously, Arsenal's been in a rebuild for (laughs) since since Wenger left. So it's like, I think it's going to be rebuilt until I have kids. That's the thing, though. I don't 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 understand. Chapel. Sorry, this this is the last one I have to to make because I don't I don't understand from from the from the top. We talk about the tip top, right? Crunky, right? He wants to make money. He's American. He's American owner. American owners are in it for the bread for the most part, right? They don't really care about Arsenal. Let's give you a whole step. He doesn't really care about Arsenal. He owns all of Denver, all of Colorado. If he wants to make more money, why is he making the decisions that he's making? If he wants to make, truly, if he wants to make more money, he wants jersey sales to go up, the stadiums to be sold out. He wants to, he wants us to be in the Europa League. That gives us an extra check. He wants to win trophies. That gives us extra checks. Why do you have the why do why, why do you have the person in with the most direct influence on the team to be this poor, and and allow him to be this poor for this long? Now, last season, I knew they're going to give him the whole season. They're going to give him a full season, of course. They're going to give him a full season, but this year, after this start, the worst start we've had since nineteen, I think it was forty or fifty. The worst start we have since nineteen fifty, and he, and we want to keep him. Crazy. But move on, man. Move on. Move on. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's bittersweet because I'm not going to lie, man. Arsenal has always had my heart specifically because Tyrion Henry made me fall in love with the game. Um, I was eight years old during – I was seven. A seven to eight during that OT, 02, 03 Invincibles run. So that was honestly my first introduction to soccer. And I don't know. The way Thierry Henry was over the ball, it just made me fall in love with the game. I was able to watch France, able to see, um, you know, the, the French team ball. That French-Italy World Cup back in the day, that was one of the – it's probably still my favorite World Cup to this day just because I was so young and I was able to see a lot of the, the stars. But moving on to I – would, I would probably say the biggest game of the weekend. Yeah. The <laughs> Chelsea-Liverpool the Chelsea game at Anfield. So I'll just say, you know, my little two cents – then I'll let Mike take over. But um, last week I said I want to see us against the top four teams. That's Liverpool, that's United, and that is City. The first 20 minutes, I'm not going to lie, Anfield was fucking rocking. 
I was scared. I, I mean, Liverpool had five or six chances on net. They had the front foot. And honestly, to be honest, if you want to look at the starting 11, that was probably our strongest 11. Mm-hmm. We had Lukaku mm-hmm. up top. We had, a, you know, Reese James on the wing back, Alonso, Rudiger, Christensen. I mean, we had a tall, strong back line. Our wing backs of Alonso. Alonso's a little bit more offensive, but I mean, he could still come back. Mm-hmm. Reese James, we've, we've seen what he's done over the first two weeks. Then our midfield and our forwards. This is the team that I want to see. This is probably what I would say our number one side, our, our, our eight side is. Now, Anfield, we've always known is the hardest place to play. One of the hardest places to play in the Prem. Obviously, Old Trafford is another one. Um, but I was scared, man. The first 20 minutes, they looked threatening. They had a lot of shots on frame. They just looked like they had the upper hand they're going to take the game. Now, after those first 20 minutes, when we settled in from minute 22 to 23 until the end of the half, we were the better side. And I was texting in the group chat after we scored our goal, and I said, yo, we're on. Like, we're truly, truly on. Beautiful header by Kai Havertz. I mean, it was a great ball across. Even the finish, it was like, it was one of those finishes where it's like, it's either going to go in or you're just going to be upset because it's going to be close. Because even the way it came off his head, I was like, yo, this looks like it's going in, man. Like, I was upset at the red card. I mean, we can talk about it. Obviously, we have to talk about it. Yeah. Um, personally, when I first saw the play, I didn't think it was a red card. It hit his thigh first, and then it the, the ricochet off the thigh hit his hand, and then he kind of moved. It was too quick. Once he kind of. It was a reflex. Bro, he's bad. What do you mean? What do you mean? Just bro, so just just crazy, the other bro. day, just the yeah. other day, I had a bee in my car and it was right <laughs> next to my face, right? So I'm driving and I hear the little buzz. I turn over it and instantly I jerk. Cornelius. It's a knee-jerk knee reaction. If if you're my if you, if you're my teammate and if a bee came at you in the game, I would say you better get stung. This you are <laughs> this is this is the thing, Cornelius. If 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 a ball just getting played into him like that, he wouldn't have used his arm like that. Yeah. It's simple. Simple. So this is simple. Now I think he was in, he was in defensive mode, right? Regardless of whether what he did or not was a handball, it was called a handball. It was now, a handball. My whole thing is it hit his thigh, it hit his arm. The first arm, it wasn't a handball, but the little flick, I honestly think that he thought the ball was near his shoulder and the arm was just in the way it was a little bit further out. We can say whatever you want to say. Bro, uh, trying, to, trying to do a shoulder lean or something. Come on. Yeah, I, th- you know I, thought, handball, I thought he was on TikTok. That boy was <laughs> moving. <laughs> Let me see you bounce right and left. And just what? Oh, my God. Oh, but this is what I'll say. So the second 20 minutes, the second 25 minutes of the second half, Chelsea totally controlled. We dominated. We look like the better team, especially after we scored the goal. I have never heard Anfield that quiet. And I know it's been a little bit since we have fans in there, but it was silent. And do you know what that tells me? It tells me that Liverpool knows that we're serious. Mm -hmm. Because Liverpool fans, even when they're down, even when they draw, they are nonstop yelling, chanting, making noise. Oh, but when we score that goal in the five minutes after that goal, because Mason Mount should have made it 2-0. Let's not mm-hmm. forget. 
Mason mm-hmm. Mount had an opportunity, I think like 35, 36 minutes yeah, he did. to make he it 2 0, and it went wide to the right. And I texted in the group chat, it should be 2 0. And literally less than five minutes later, we get the red card, and it's a totally different match. Mm-hmm. But I will go ahead and say that the resilience that we showed all second half, man down, able to get out of there with a point, shows me that we are a Premier League championship side. We have the caliber to win. The fact that we were able to fend off City for 45 minutes, or not City, Liverpool for 45 minutes away, I can't wait till they come back to the bridge because we have to smack them. No cap. No cap. This shows me that my team not only has what it takes to go into hostile territory and be on the mm-hmm. front foot. Mm-hmm. I mean, trust me, we took our punches the first 20 minutes. Yeah. We had a lot thrown at us. But mm-hmm. after the first 20 minutes, we were able to start counterattacking. And then we scored and we started to be on the front foot. Unfortunately, the game, you know, swayed in the second half because we didn't have a lot of chances. And we, we had one or two, but I didn't think we were going to put any away just because I know who Liverpool is. I know who they are at home. Yeah. I've said this the past two, three weeks. I think that front four of Jota, Mane, Firmino, and Salah are good. It was interesting to me that Firmino got taken off super early, but it wasn't interesting. It was it was it was it was, it was, it was interesting needed. for nah, <laughs> it was needed. Nah. <laughs> what happened? What happened? What happened when Jota immediately came on? They got a chance. They just had a chance. like that. They had a it's chance. Clear. I would love to see that front four all play together. But Mike, I mean, I could talk about this game all day because I'm still a little bit upset. Because mm-hmm. last week we talked about that draw that United had against Southampton, and we mm-hmm. all agreed it felt like a loss. This didn't feel like a loss, but I still felt like we I don't want to say we should have won because down a man against one of the best mm-hmm. teams in the league, it's pretty hard to do that for 45 minutes. But I just felt like there was something more in that game that we could have taken out of. Yeah. Tell me how you feel. Like, um, For me, I was actually disappointed. The first thing Omar said when he got on the, uh, on the FaceTime call, the group FaceTime call was, Oh, good job parking the bus for 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, Wow. Wow, Omar. Come on. We're at Anfield with one man down. Of course, we, we have to defend. Like, what do you mean? For me, most importantly, was the adjustments. Because I'm saying if we didn't get a red card, this game is a whole different Chelsea game. Probably won. It, it's a whole different won. game. Whether, you know, Omar would like to admit it or Liverpool fans would like to admit it. We had them. Like, we, we had them completely. And I know Klopp is a good coach. He probably would have made adjustments. Um, but apart, for, uh, apart from that, the red card was a red card. The, my only thing is, look at the video. Why, why are you watching it? Just look Anthony at the video. Taylor, man. Look. Just for, for the sake of it. Just watch the video. But it was a red card. So we're not even going to debate that. Um, my thing, though, is Tuchel. Like, I remember Salam brought this up. Well, it's the coach. You have to do your homework, blah, 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 this and that. Not all coaches do, though. No, I disagree, to... man. What the fuck? That's the thing. That's the thing. You talk ahead, about Mike. it that every coach should do it. But why is every coach not doing it? Oh, the good coaches do it. The, 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 the bad coaches, they're, 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 they're in their... All the good coaches do it? All yeah, the good coaches yeah. do it? All the then, good coaches and, and do it. And then comes out in the Champions League final with a false nine? 
and your best. What do you mean, Mike, 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 Mike? The false, the false nine has been what has gotten them there. What has won the Premier League title convincingly? Who okay, has so, gotten so, them to? So to, what to happened S4. in the final then? No, no. Just because it didn't work in the final doesn't mean that you switch up. And I'm, so, we had that. We, so we had that conversation. Work in the first half, we scored in the first half, didn't we? In the Champions League final, we scored in yes. the first half. Yeah. So what yes. adjustment did he make? He didn't make any. Why? Well, because I, he did not respect the guys across from him. He thought he could do what he was. Go- he felt he was going to impose his authority. He's going to do what he has to do, and they're going to win. You just yeah. say, good coaches are just supposed to do it. Oh, I just expect you. Why don't everybody do it then? Everyone does do it, bro. Everyone does no, do I mean, it. Everybody it, don't do it. I'm telling you, everybody don't do it. The good, I, I believe the good coaches do it, and all the other coaches exactly. they're in, they're, they're in those spots. They're in those spots for a reason. But exactly, they're in those spots they for a reason. It, you have to give them credit the for it because not everybody does it. But the thing is with Pep specifically, though, Pep Pep is going to play his game regardless. Same thing with Bielsa. Bielsa with Leeds, you're, it doesn't matter if he plays against Barcelona, if he plays against Bayern Munich, if he plays against Charlton FC or FC Cincinnati, he's going to okay. play the same okay. way. So if you're getting, so you're Pep, Pep your is the way, same way, you're though. You're as beat. So you're a good coach doesn't mean you should make adjustments? Is that what we're saying? Mike, no, but, no, but Mike. He, Salam. That's a, he, he, he's been doing that. He won the league. He's been doing that all season, and it works. Not only that, we're we're talking we're talking about Pep. We're talking about Pep. This is Mike. Mike, he's been kicking our ass. He's been kicking our ass for the past decade. What do you mean? (laughs) Like no, as if you've been consistently winning. What do you mean? Everybody, everybody. He's been kicking Man City and Pep Guardiola. Man City and Pep Guardiola. Double on Chelsea. Mike, you're talking about these individual games. (laughs) Who is winning Premier League titles? He's won the most. He's won the most Premier League titles. I'm sorry, but this past decade has been about him and Man City and their style of play. They said that he couldn't bring that over. He did, and he's dominated for the past decade. This is not me just talking. This is facts. We can go to Google. You know Google, Mike. We can go to Google. We can look it up. He's won. He's won everything. He's gotten to that point. He won nine points clear last year, playing the same way. So I don't blame him going into the Champions League final, playing the same way. There have been times last season where they've conceded first. They would come back and score. Why would you change that? Yeah, because they were better than everybody else. They had a better team than everybody else, Salam. But, but, but I'm just saying everybody though, like, re-up. Like you, everybody you, they're not the best team anymore what do you right are we talking why, about why right now they're talking about city I just wanted to talk about you talking about the good coaches god damn it I just wanted to give my coach credit. no I I, I oh, and Mike, this Mike oh no go ahead Tom. I didn't my my only thing that I'll say is I I do want to give Tushel credit because I think that I honestly think that like there was no better timing for you guys to get that red card right before halftime because he, he came back and second half for you to be in Anfield, a man down and for you not to concede a goal. I think that speaks volume of the coach. And, and again, he, he adjusted and like, did you guys generate that much offense? No, I think Lukaku was Lukaku's uh, like that overhead kick in the second half or the first half. I can't remember the second half. Second half. So that was the only like clear chance to me that I was like, well, that could have went in. But Mason Mount should have scored. And I, I credit Tuchel for walking away from and, I mean and the players, obviously, but walking I, yeah, away from so Anfield when he dropped. I, and and I think I, I agree too. Tuchel the mind of that guy. Because because when Tuchel first came in, 
I realized he was running that Conte Jorginho set in the middle of the, in the free back. And he was playing 3-4-3 three, three with, you know, or yeah, so it was three and then three defenders and then Conte Jorginho. And I was like, he had Alonzo and I think he had uh, Reese James or he had Adoy on, on the right-hand side. Too, yeah, B, it, it was switched between Aspie, yeah, Aspie Adoy and, and Reese James. And I was like, like, this guy is playing with the back five. I was criticizing him for it. You guys remember this too. I was like, he's playing with the back five. But honestly, that back five is so hard to break down. And we talk yeah. about defense wins games. Mm-hmm. Simply, defense wins games. Yeah. It wins games. And that back five is so solidified. And it's so deep. It's so deep. You can bring in Chalaba. If Reese James doesn't start back, you can bring Aspilicueta. You can bring a Hudson to the door if you want something a little bit more offensive. You, you up until a couple of days ago, you could bring in Zuma. You, f- you can bring in so many different top quality defenders. Thiago Silva came in last match. Yeah, he, he started. Took out, he, he even started. He took out the goal scorer and brought in yes, Thiago Silva. And brought in Thiago Silva. Like that. Oh, and, and when I looked at the unit, even a man down, I said, even this unit with 10 men, you can't break them down. They're all eight of them yeah. are defenders. It, it eight of them crazy. are at heart, guess- at heart and mentality wise. They're defenders. They're, they're gonna. Know. Their first train of thought is defend and go back. back. You can't. You, it's so hard to break that down whether you want to or not. Yo, I feel like I feel like if Alonso had a little bit of pace, we could have easily gotten like one goal on the uh, counter attack. We had because Alonso seemed to be having like time on the ball and was moving a ball on the uh, left side, but we no, just couldn't put anything together because it was like. It's a lot of them playing defense. Yeah, we just couldn't put anything together. And I'll, to be honest, Mike, sorry, Gabriel, but I, I just want to say this. To be honest, Mike, we could have scored. Yeah. But what it is, is that our team isn't used to playing with Lukaku. Yes. Yeah, because in the second half, to. there were times where we got the ball, you know, maybe in close to our middle third, defensive third, but he was making runs. You know what I mean? Like there were a few times where I saw him making runs in between the center backs. See, see the one two he had with uh, Kovacic. That Thank one you. two, yeah. We even we even got like two or three corners in the second half that mm-hmm. came off of him just being on the last defender. Mm-hmm. So I think once we learn how to play with each other, we understand how Lukaku thinks. Because you gotta think about it, we haven't had a real striker in a yeah, little, little a bit. Minute. So our yeah. players aren't even used to playing with a real striker. You know what I mean? If you think about some of the balls Bruno and Pogba were playing at the United game up top for Mason Greenwood, where they would get the ball and it was a one-time try to pop it over the back defender. We can start doing that with Lukaku. We're just not Mm -hmm. used to that train of thought. Mm -hmm. So as much as I understand what you're saying, we had chances to win. I didn't think we were going to win just because man down in Anfield, that's hostile territory. It's tough to win there. You know, full strength, but but I think but doubling I, I down, you're doubling down what you said, Cornelius, because I, I agree that this is the second game and like for your second game to be away at Anfield, that's tough. But like that's more emphasis on why like Mason Mount needs to finish that, though. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. the few opportunities that you get, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like I just got done talking to this about my U14 team. Like we create eight chances and we make about two or three of them. You know what I'm saying? If we can convert even half of those chances, especially in an environment like Enfield, especially away. 
takes away. I, I don't know, man. I, that 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 that's that's the game right there. And it's about yeah. being clinical. And I said this last year when we were talking about all our chats. And this is why, even though I don't trust United, that win that you guys had yesterday speaks volumes. Because exactly. the commentator said it maybe five minutes before you guys scored. He said, I think this will be a United 1-0 smash and grab win because all they need to do is score this goal. It's still open. And yeah. Less than five, ten minutes later, you get a goal. And that's what it's about. It's about results. Three goals, by the way. Three goals. Three it's hey, about and results. And, and that can, can, go ahead, Mike, go ahead. can I say something about Liverpool? I think we need to talk about Liverpool. I just feel like Liverpool of uh, two years ago would have broken us down and found a goal, but their midfield might they they really didn't do anything apart from Virgil van Dijk taking a shot and Fabinho taking a shot. They didn't do anything. Well, they yeah. So Mike, like, Mike, what what I say that midfield that midfield is why I don't trust Liverpool bro, because they, that midfield can't beat top teams. I feel like Thiago came in and it didn't get any like. I feel like it got harder for them. It, it didn't get easier for them at all. Yeah, they need another and midfielder. They need to like freshen that up because I don't know. They, they, they just—I—I I don't know. It just wasn't. I wasn't too worried. Like after a little bit, like after I saw what we were doing, I really didn't think Liverpool was going to score. I, I didn't think they were going to score at all. I personally. When, when you guys went down 1-0 and I saw the match resume, I said, Liverpool can score. 60 minutes in, I said, no, no like, this game's going to end. Yeah. I, said, I said that. This game's gonna I, end I really thought coming into the second half, we were going to concede. I, I was ready. But after but a little that, bit, I was yeah. like, yeah, there's no way they're scoring. Absolutely not. Couple, if, <laughs> no, if I was playing against that, you know how frustrated I would be every fucking time? You bring the ball around and it's like there's nothing. And then they take it right back around. And then there's nothing. Take it right back around. And then somebody will get a shot through the middle. You know, like that was literally all they were doing. Yeah. I would say my my couple takeaways from the match were one from that specific match, if there is eleven v eleven for ninety minutes, I personally think that you Chelsea would have won. I personally think that Chelsea probably would have won two one, three one. Personally, that's just me. Um, two, Virgil's back. I want to say this mm-hmm. wax. Virgil yeah. is back. I'm not gonna lie, Lukaku, Lukaku caught him a couple times, but Virgil also caught him a couple times. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. That <laughs> matchup showed me. That matchup showed me that yeah. Virgil is ready to that's play. True. Three that's matches true. in, and he's looking like that. He's not even in full form yet. He's he's not in full yeah. form yet. That is showing me that Virgil is ready. He's back. I don't, I don't have any doubts about Virgil van Dijk right now at all. Yeah. Um, third thing, Chelsea just – that specific match solidified to me that Chelsea is going to be top two. They have to be. Like, they're, they're too defensively sound. Too way, yeah, way too I defensively agree. sound. Like, you're not really going to score against Chelsea. It's going to be extremely difficult for you to score against Chelsea. You see how Liverpool scored? It was a PK. The only way they scored. And they had 10 men. Chelsea had 10 men for the whole 45 minutes of the second half. They haven't conceded this year. You won't. It's going to be very, very few times will you score against Chelsea. So that that puts in my head, Chelsea's going to be top two because you can't get scored upon. The least you're going away with is a point. 
that's bare minimum. And whenever the we can, win the, the more league, you can we're draw, the suck. more you can draw, other than lose, you're good. So those are my big takeaways from the match. Um, and then also I just want to say that that first half is classic. I just want to like yeah. as as a as a true football fan, true football that fan. That was a one, great first half. Cornelius, you hit the nail on the head. Anfield was bussing. Anfield yeah. was so Anfield was Anfield like fans totally forgot. I totally have, forgot. having a fans back is is honestly like mm-hmm. As, as a fan who's not even over there, it's life-changing for me because yeah. after not having a fan, like, you don't know what you have until it's gone. That's a true yeah. statement. And you can, so you can feel the emotion you through the feel fucking it. screen. Right? And it even even for you oh, as wow. fans, it makes you even more even more ingrained yeah, in the game because yeah. you hear the fans like, nah, like, you feel me? So I, I just want to say that that first half was classic because Anfield was rocking to the match was just, uh, that was Premier League tip top yeah. football at its finest. That's what you like want to world see. Cl- yeah. That is world class football. What we exactly saw in that, you that the second half it was still it was good, but that first half was yeah. world class from top to bottom. I personally think that if that match would have ended up being a no red card, I think it would have been, been a, a classic game. Yeah. EPL match. Classic. Mm-hmm. And and that's and that's why I was excited last week, man. I'm like, yo, it's week three. This will tell us exactly where we are. And yeah. although we got we went out with a draw, I'm proud of my squad for not going into Anfield and folding because we easily could have folded, bro. Yeah, we easily could have folded. Mm-hmm. It, you know what I mean? And we we showed resilience for 45 minutes, and it shows me this team has what it takes to take a couple punches but give some back. And that's what you need on a team that wants to win the Prem. You know what yeah, I mean? And it. No, go, ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. No, that was and it. That, and, and that's not only from the player standpoint and a leadership standpoint, but my point is that's also from a manager standpoint. The manager, the manager also told them, hey, we're not out of this. We can win, but the least we're going to come out here is the draw. That's the least that we're going to do. That's what he told them at halftime. They believed it and they came out and they proved it. And that's what makes championship teams. I agree. I agree. I mean, I hope that, you know, Lord willing, we stay healthy, but this Chelsea team is is serious. Like, yeah, I know that we talked about the Super Cup. I know that we talked about the Champions League, but for me, that's all in the past. I'm looking week by week and seeing how we improve and mm-hmm. we're improving. That's all I can say. Um, But United, 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 United. Yeah. Um, United won that one nil match, and it was crazy because right before, maybe five minutes before Greenwood scored, one of the announcers, I don't remember who it was, said, this feels like there's still a goal in it. Maybe like 70, 70 minutes, 72 minutes in the game. He's like, I, I still feel like this is a, a one nil smash and grab. United could still take this game. And literally, that's what happened. Um. So, Lama, I want to go to you in a little bit, but I do want to talk about two things. The first thing is that I want to talk about Aaron Wan-Bissaka with a great save in the first half. And the second thing I want to talk about is David De Gea with a great save in the second half, a great double save in the second half. Yeah. <laughs> um, Bro, not to talk too much about United because I'll let you do that, but just to touch a little bit on Wolves, although they're 0-3, all three of their losses have been one nil. 
and they haven't been because they've been sitting back and, and you know they've been defending with a low block like they used to when they had Nuno. They're actually going at teams like this new manager they have has them running at teams. They have the athleticism to do it. They have Adama uh, Trincao was a great addition. Like honestly, he just needs to score, but he's been a great addition from uh, you know the few little highlights. And obviously, I watched the United game. What I saw him do there. Um, Moutinho, I think they Moutinho have like and Neves too. And yeah, Neves yeah. Moutinho and Neves, they've both been there for a full year, so they know how the Prem works now. Like they're like the signings that they had from last year and like the ones that are still here this year again, they they're showing that they know how to play in the Prem. Um, but what I want to say about Wolves is they have to score goals. Yeah. Uh, they, they're in the same position as Arsenal right now that we talked about a little bit earlier. They're, you know, 0 and 3. And it doesn't matter if you're 0-3 by losing by nine goals. If you're 0-3 by losing by three goals, you still have zero points. And we're going into match week four. Um, Adama Traore looks good. Match, you know, the, the transfer window just ended. He was linked to Tottenham, which I would have thought would have been a steal for them, for real. I think that would have been crazy if they got Adama. Um, because then they would have had a real dangerous front three, front four. But... He's on Wolves at least, you know, till January. So he's obviously the leader of that team. I think he just needs to do a little bit more, turn it up a notch more. Because, like I said, they're not sitting back and they're not taking, you know, four, five, six shots, you know, per half on goal per team. They're actually going and making the game look fun. So I like the way Wolves looks. But Salam, touch on United because you guys, uh, you guys had a real battle for real. That was a good Premier League match. Yeah, I mean, I would have went. So, yeah, I mean, like you said, I think that um, in both games that I saw was they uh, put up hella shots. And I mean, if it wasn't for David De Gea, and if it wasn't for, I mean, both of his saves, and if it wasn't for Juan Bisaka, I mean, you know, I probably would have gone first. <laughs> but, uh, I still would have gone first. That's for sure. But still would have gone first. Yeah, but I mean. <laughs> So yeah, I mean they de- they definitely have improved. I respect that they are having to go at teams now instead of sitting back. Um, but as far as you know, as far as United goes, um, I'm obviously happy about the win. I'm happy about the three points, and ultimately that's I don't know. I guess that's what's most important. But in terms of like the play, man, like. I don't know, man. I I felt like we could have played a lot better. We, we didn't play well, especially in the first half. They were honest in the first half. And for us to, I mean, for us to go to the Molyneux and to get three points, I think that that's big. But I do have concerns about our style of play. I still don't know what our style of play is. We're going into games trying to counterattack when we have superior players, player for player. And... I don't know. I I still think that that comes down to the coaching um, and the approach to the game, but you know, I'll, I'll, I'll take the three points. I thought Varane looked really good in his debut. Um, Sancho, on the other hand, I felt like definitely could have played better. Um, You know, his first start, he almost cost us a goal in the the first half. Yeah. That header. Yeah. When he headed it back to Luke Shaw. So you know, I'm, it was his first game. At the end of the day, I, I still believe in him and, and in his abilities. So I'm hoping that it was just, you know, 
just first game if that's going to be your bad game i guess get it out of the way um yeah so like he definitely could have played better um fred man you know this is the second game in a row where you've played like complete shite man and i i don't i don't understand what ben de beak has to do man like to to get a game like even like i don't know the fans are asking for van de beak to play I mean, even Fred, the way he's playing, like his performances are asking Van de Beek to play because he's just, he's not like, for the amount of turnovers that you have in midfield. And like, I don't know, man, him and Pogba in midfield, like I'm starting to second guess, like, like, I don't know, man, like, because I don't know if you guys saw it, but there was like this one time in the first half where, again, Triore is, fa- is fast. I don't already know mm-hmm. what you're talking about. And when he just, he slid, he slid and them- then, Pogba's yeah. like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. he just goes past him. And I'm just like, so, like, do you play defense? You know what I'm saying? Like, do you, like, and again, like, we're supposed to be competing for a title this year. You know, Chelsea's not letting that happen. Liverpool's not letting that happen. City's not letting that happen. And I just feel like it's always this mentality of just, like, you know, in basketball, it's just, especially like modern-day basketball, like, those of you guys that watch basketball it's like we'll just get the points back you know like just yeah just 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 up and down you know what i'm saying let's just get the points back and it's just like it's good that we have like a resilient um you know i guess identity about us like i I never feel like we're out of games but i don't know man i think like those like mental mistakes like need to stop and they're not even just mental mistakes they're just they're, they're mistakes that cost us games because there's you know, if it was any better of a team, you know, Wolves are, I mean, Wolves had a lot of chances. Like, Man City's putting those chances away. So, like, the performance was kind of concerning. But all in all, you know, I'm glad that we got the three points. Um, this is the second game in a row where Bruno, in my opinion, kind of looked like shite again. But, and he needs to, like, calm down a little bit and quit yelling at the ref all the time and just focus on playing. Um but I, uh, you know, the big news, obviously, you know, the the big man, the big man is back. So um, I feel really good. I'm glad that we got um, we have this international break coming um, now, and come September 11th on, um, I think, at home against Newcastle, I believe. I'm. Um, I'm, I'm i'm very very, very <laughs> excited i don't even know what to say right now yeah, I know. i'm just very excited store. yeah yeah so every united fan man every united fan is so giddy and we'll get into we'll get into transfers a little bit later but you said two things um that i kind of want to touch on then i'll let mike and gabriel talk but first thing was the way that the game was played. Now the rest are letting things play this year. So like, if you think about the first goal, it was that little mishap. Pogba had a touch that was too strong. I think Ruben Neves went up for it, thought he got fouled. And then Wolves were complaining and the refs had play on. The ball got switched over to Greenwood and literally just took a step over, shot the ball. I mean, keeper had weak hands, but a goal is a goal. Big Chris. And at least through the first three weeks, I'm watching the refs let the play like just continue. I'm watching them let those ticky tacky fall like fouls that may have 
been called back in the day. I'm letting him watch them play, which is making the game a little bit more enjoyable to watch. I think Bruno is arguing with the refs a little bit too much, and I think it's because he's used to those superstar fouls. I think he's used to getting those calls, and now that they're letting play on go a little bit more, again, he's not at home. You're in hostile territory, so you're you're not going to get the same fouls that you got called when there were no fans. You know what I mean? It was just an empty stadium, and you can yell at the ref all you wanted to. So that's I, I think that element of the game has kind of been a little overlooked, but I'm glad you kind of brought that up because I, I have noticed that over the last three weeks. like The refs aren't being as soft as what I remember they, they were last year. And the way that VAR is, yeah, is the fans effect. And even with VAR, like they're not going to it as much. They're kind of letting play continue. And then if they think something's on VAR, they hit the fourth official. Like, yo, should we bring that back? Should we bring that back? So those are two things that at least I've noticed over the first three weeks. Um, But how do you guys feel about that United game, Gabriel, Mike? Um, For me, I felt like uh, United looked like their old selves uh, just from last season. I personally think uh, the difference came when the, in the type of players United have because United have, you know, top-class players. And that was where the difference was. And I want to mention something because the whole game, Fred tried, you know, he, he, he was defending Adama. And every single time, Adama got away. And for me, it was surprising how they just kept sending Fred to him. So to me, I don't know if it's Fred that is just does not have good judgment on how to position himself uh, on the field. But I thought United, it, it just came down to them having, you know, better players. Because at the end of the day, I personally thought Wolves had better chances. Trincao should have scored right there. And then Sykes should have put it in. I mean, double save by De Gea. Like, I don't know if Henderson make that save. Like, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, De Gea yeah, is like it, a king. It's not He's even He's like close. the king of those saves. It's not even close. So to me, That's like, yeah, That's it's facts. like, this is one of the main reasons, too, that, like, it's not just the fact that they got Ronaldo, they got Varane. They have a really good goalie, too. Um, He's back. So, I think the head's back. He's back in. Yeah. So at the end of the day, I thought United took care of business in the grand scheme of things, because they have better players than the other team does, like than the Wolves do. And Trincao, like, I can't believe what a good signing that has been for the Wolves, because I mean the guy couldn't get playing time at Barcelona, and then he comes in and he has this just fluid chemistry with uh, Adama Traore. But I would have wished and uh, to see Adama Traore go to uh, Tottenham, but I think he deserves to stay at uh, the Wolves right now because he needs to score goals. Like, he needs to score goals. I like the way he played with uh, in the last game against United because he gave them – he gave uh, – Jimenez, a lot of service. He, he put a lot of good balls into the box. Like, there was one where Trincao could have, like, at least taken a touch and then hit it, but he tried to take it one time, and he missed it. And I, I, I don't know. I felt like it was a fraudulent win, but it was a good win for United. It was fraudulent in the terms of I thought the Wolves outplayed them, 
but I thought it was a good win in terms of like getting the W at the end of the day, doing whatever you can to walk out in, you know, your enemy territory with a W. And I give them credit for that because you're going to need that this season. It's going to be everything. Yeah. Everything 28, un, un, uh, 28, no losses away from home. Yeah. That's Got a the new, new prem record. Yeah. I mean, I know Salam said it doesn't mean anything to him, but it's something like it's something you mean something is yeah, working man. you're yeah, doing man. something right you no, telling you mean? me that it might not mean, mean anything it doesn't man. mean shit man it means that you're doing something right like so, bro, give us some grateful doesn't mean yeah. anything i'm grateful we're not winning anything what are you talking about we're not winning any- and again I, we talked about but, this but, last week we were talking okay, about this last week they, they didn't they didn't we haven't had fans so we have the most superior players i, I don't i don't take it then stock into that man because like yeah I expect you to go into an empty St. Mary's or an empty Molyneux Stadium and go beat them. Well, who cares? Okay, but, okay, but they've done it with fans. Top clubs too. Okay, well, can, or we, win. can we do it with? Can we do it with fans in the in the I, ground? I respect that. I respect that. Right, because ultimately, ultimately, Man City, Liverpool, these teams, like from what you've seen, like last year, like maybe not so much last year, but the year before COVID was like you know affected the game. It didn't matter if Liverpool was in Enfield, if they were in St. Mary's, if they were at Goodison Park, you're going to get it. So, again, like with fans, too, like with that atmosphere of that you have to break through that barrier. That's a thing. And I, 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 I still I feel like that is just I don't a disservice that. to what they, they've done. I mean, like. So are we going to say that Chelsea's Champions League did not mean anything because there was no fans? Like. No, I, I, I don't I, do with it, like, but, but, but there has to be some weight yeah, in like, the fact that you've been successful and not won something. On the road. You won something. What have we won with that? We're still playing the same shit football. So, like, what what have we won? I'm just well, saying we went, we that went to a, something is working. No. Everything might not be working. Something might you might be doing something right on the road. Whatever it is. Well, I mean, when you're playing counterattacking football, I expect you not to lose all the time. So I mean, it, it's but, one of those games too. Before the uh, international break, Ronaldo is here. I'm sure it was one of those games. They just wanted to get it over with. It could have been one of those games. So also, no one, no one gave Ole credit, um, and I want to give Ole a bit of credit because he made that change. Um, he took James off, which he could have very easily. Old Ole would have kept him on 70th minute, 75th minute. 80th minute and taking him off. He made the decision in the 50, like what, fourth, 55th minute, take James off, bring oh, on Cavani, yeah. put Greenwood on the right-hand side, and then where'd the goal come from? The right-hand side. Um, so I just want to give Ole a little bit of credit because he did make a little bit of, little bit of change that didn't make a didn't make an impact because James didn't, what he, James started the first match, he didn't come off to what, 70-something? Yeah, but then why, why, why do you reward him with another start? Uh, no, no, no. Listen, I'm not. I'm not personally. I don't. I think he played him just so Leeds could have some. Okay, we know what you look like. You're okay. You can come. He was playing team. chess. He was playing chess. We per- played him. We played him. The we we're Manchester United, man. Like, I know. I, 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 I understand, but for also from a business standpoint, if your team is that good, you can afford to not have one player be playing at the same level as other players. That's okay. As long as you're not your keeper, you're okay. I just, I personally think, in some ways, he's playing chess. Now, I might be giving too much credit, but personally, yeah, I think I, a little I bit he's saying. playing chess. I hear what you're saying. But 
as as a whole for that United win, I agree with Mike. I think it was fraudulent. Um, <laughs> Wolves, no, to be honest, it was. Wolves outplayed you the entire match. If people, if Wolves could finish, you guys would have lost three one. Let's be real. Let's keep it a whole stack. If you, yeah. if Wolves could finish, Treo uh, Adama should have finished. Uh, Trincao should have finished. Like they had the better chances throughout the entire match. They outplayed you the entire match. Mm-hmm. The first forty five, like. Against low blocks, I don't think Bruno can do anything, to, to be perfectly honest. I don't – that's not his match. I think yeah. Bruno is, is better when the game is open, so there's more opportunity, and he can he's, – he's a player who's going to take risks. this game was open. Day. It was. But really, it's though? Still, was it was it, Wolves, was it really bro. That it's, open? it's still Wolves. Like, Wolves is still a very defensive team, and United is – they're so much better than Wolves as player for player that exactly. they're forced to play back. They're forced to play back. Now they still might, yeah. they're not going to be as low block as they were with Nuno, but yeah. at the same time, it's still Wolves. And I personally think that Wolves should have won. Like you, Wolves just needs to finish. It's not even mm-hmm. a matter of like, oh, they're not getting the chances, not putting themselves in opportunities to score. Like they're not pulling the Arsenal. Like we're not putting ourselves in opportunities to score. Wolves are doing that. They've done it for all three matches. But they just can't finish. How many times can't have Wolves finish. had a had a one v one chance? Adama last week had a one v one chance. Mm-hmm. Put it wide. You you can't do that in this league. You're gonna get punished for that. You you only so many opportunities you're gonna get like that. So I personally think it was a fraudulent win on United's part. Um, I'm not taking anything away from United because that's what class mm-hmm. teams do. That's what better teams do. Better you teams get the win. Get the dirty one mm-hmm. nil wins. And and get the three points when when it's needed because those three points are going to matter when it comes to week thirty six or thirty five through thirty eight. You feel me? So, um, but once again, I think Greenwood is just takeaways. I would say Greenwood is is balling. He just needs to continue to do everything that he's doing. I don't know what he's been eating, what he's been drinking, but it's working. Um, and then in terms of you know the the debuts were. For Varane and Sancho, at least starting at least. I thought Varane was lost for the first like 15, 20 minutes. He didn't know what to do. Um, but then he settled in perfectly. After 20 minutes, probably the pregame jitters and all, but he settled in perfectly. And then Sancho, I just think he needs to play better. He didn't do anything for me that match. But like yeah. Islam said, his first match, you know, both their first time in, in the Prem. Um They'll, they'll adjust. It takes time do, to do, do you guys think Sancho is threatened by the way uh, Greenwood is playing? No, I don't think that he's threatened by anything. I think that he's our most creative winger on the team, so I'm not worried about it at all. I mean, he, I personally don't think he's been that bad. Like, he's been a little quiet for, you know... I don't, don't where price tag comes, you know, expectations. I'm nah, sorry. No, no, no. Where price tag I, comes, does it though? Does it though? Yeah, it does. It does. So it does. It does. Now it does. Just saying, I mean, what, but, yeah, but, but we glossed over the hundred million dollar striker, the Syria MVP, but it's all good. I, I don't. I, I feel like that only comes about. That only comes about when it's convenient because again, this guy, oh. this guy, this the the guy. I'm not gonna say his name. I don't want to be disrespectful, but I'm just saying this guy was bought for a million, and I'm just saying like <laughs> again, we all, we talk about good players, good teams being clinical, right? That's what we talked about earlier in this segment, right? With the United segment and with the previous two segments, right? Okay. 
I think Lukaku could have put that game away. I could. I think. I think Mason Mount could have put put that game away. Forget Mason 100%. Mount. Hundred percent. But, but, but did Lukaku? And, 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 and I said that. Though. And but but my thing is, we already agreed on that. We're talking about United right now. No, I know, but I'm just saying. Like, but but the, I only bring up that because that was completely glossed over, though. That was. Oh, when was well, it? Glo- I brought that up. I specifically oh, said Mount uh, should have scored. I even brought up the text forget that Mount. I texted. Forget him. Mount. Forget oh, Mount. Forget Mount. Forget Mount. He's from the academy. I'm talking about the guy who cost 100 million. Lukaku never got a clear chance to score. I think he did have it. I think he did have it. What chance, my first one? Which one? What? If, if, if anything, if anything, if How anything, chances if anything, need, Salam, bro. See, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. If anything, in the second half, late in the game, there was a there was a counterattack where Lukaku played where there was a ball played in from Kovacic to Lukaku. Yeah. Lukaku played Kovacic back in his Man. first touch was trash. If anything, better. that was the more clear chance to score. Lukaku didn't really have anything in the second half, for real. But but he had he had a chance. But are there not strikers? Oh, no, he had no chance bro, like Greenwood. Bro. Both, both of his chances were blocked, bro. Both of his chances were blocked. Oh, Salam, his most, his most clear cut chances were blocked. And you that's know that. And you know it. And Greenwood, and, and, and to Greenwood's credit, to like, Green, hey, and I'll tell you this: to Greenwood's credit, he also had a few shots that barely went wide. So I know he got his shots Green, off. In that Green, game. Greenwood took a lot, but he, but he, yeah, Greenwood definitely could have had. But even the goal, there but, was no, a, no, no, no. But finish your statement, Salon, because you're, you're going to you're, you're reaching the you, point. Yeah, you're reaching finish, finish the point. Finish your point. Go, continue your statement because you keep talking about oh, these players having expectations. Expectations. Greenwood could have had three goals. He didn't. So what? So we're what? About, but we're talking about Bruno could have scored. I'm talking about he could have. Yeah, you have a lot of players who could have put the game away, and you we're weren't talking, down a man. We're talking, so about, we're, we're talking about guys with price tags, right? Can we keep it what we were talking right. about? Yeah. Talking okay, about so I, I was saying that the way Greenwood is performing is going to keep Greenwood didn't cost anything. It, Greenwood didn't cost anything. Mason, hold Aldi, on, hold on. Talking about can them. you hold on? I'm just saying, Sancho has been underwhelming. Yes. Greenwood has been performing mm-hmm. with the price tag of Sancho comes expectations. Are you okay with how he's performing so far? No, he, ha- he hasn't, he hasn't been playing well. Okay. But, but I mean, so he, how, he do, had... how do we go from that to Lukaku? As soon as he feels threatened, he goes to, he goes to, but you, but you were, no, but the reason why I bring him up was because one, he costs more money. And again, I feel like he could have buried the one chance that he had away. I guess that's where we differ. No, I'm not shifting. How am I shifting? How am I shifting? Did, did Lukaku not cost money? We played a whole second half a man down. So we're talking about two different what, circumstances. Mike? So what? Man, you have one chance. It doesn't matter. Those those one chance. That's Bro, what separates Greenwood the good got players. taken off in the 65th that's what, that's minute because he did not good. look good. I'm sorry. Hold on, please. That's he what separates the good, good players. That's what separates the good players from the average players. Someone who costs 100 million, I don't care if you have that one chance. The good players. Think about the good players. Good players. Bro. Now you now you look now you're looking for the perfect right. player. Like no one can miss chances. No one can. Now Come you're on, dog. No, on, these are professionals though, man. Dogs. I just feel like you guys are just way too lenient. No, I'm not lenient. No, I'm not lenient. No, it's not. It's his second game in the Premier League on a new team. Man down at Anfield, and you expect him to play perfect? I'm not expecting. I'm not expecting him to play perfect. I didn't say. I didn't say anything about his performance. I'm saying the chance that he had. I expect you to finish that. 
I'm sorry, but that I guess that's just where we differ. So, that's so, where, that's where so, we differ green, so you tell me Greenwood or not Greenwood, you tell me Sancho didn't have any chances to score. I don't think that he had any chances to score. Why I think not? that I think Why that not? I think that he played. I think he played terribly, especially in the first half. Second half it was yeah. second half was. I mean, better. this this wasn't even Mike's argument. He asked you if you think that Sancho's threatened by Greenwood, and I don't think he should be. And even with Rashford coming back here, probably in a month or so, but. I don't think that should change things either. I think they should all feel confident. It's not like okay. any of their spots are really getting taken. Okay, but the reason I was saying that is because you just added Ronaldo. Already, your front three is going to change because Ronaldo goes directly into the team. Nice. So now with your wingers, are you going to be telling me that Rashford, when he comes back, will be coming off the bench for Sancho? Or are you going to tell me Greenwood, who have been on fire, is going to go to the bench for Sancho? I'm just trying to put a situation out there for you that I foresee ahead of us. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Fact. Your $78 million man is probably going to go sit on the bench. Because I think, because I think regardless of who's in form, I think when Marcus Rashford is fit, he's going to come right back into the team. Regardless. Okay, so then who goes out? I mean, I don't, I don't necessarily agree with it, but I think that they're going to have to battle out for that right wing spot him, between him and Which Green. Which I agree. But so far, Greenwood is informed. I agree, but but Rashford isn't supposed to come back for another maybe week, two weeks. Maybe after mm-hmm. the international break, we'll see. He's training, but after the international break, he's when he's going to come back. So yeah, yeah but, that, but, but, that's why I said a month, and that's why I said a month. But I think that he needs. I think he needs to also fight it. for his place, though, too. I don't think I don't think that there's nobody. I, I don't think I that agree. there's nobody that I just agree. you just come right back into the team. But that's Ole, though. He's going to play the guys that he likes. So. I agree. But it's not a bad problem to have. It's, it's really not a bad, not a bad You have options. You need that depth. So it's not a bad problem to have. And you want all your top players competing for that spot because that just makes them better. Yeah, absolutely. 